This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show! What is up, everyone? It is Friday night and week four of self-isolation. Have you gone mad yet, Fred? Well, according to my kids, I'm mad every day. <laughs> um, but mad meaning crazy? Yes. Uh, no, this is this is my lifestyle. This is how I roll. I, I mean, I'm, a, I'm an introvert. <laughs> I'm an introvert, too. But do you find I have a hard time focusing? Like, I have all this time I can guilt-free just read comics because i have to do something and i still find myself not able to read the comics yeah i do i do um have a hard time focusing it's readjusting to everyday life um i'm a creature of habit i had put away like my um planner for a few weeks uh-huh. i busted it out the other day just so i could get i'm very i plan every minute basically <laughs> but uh I've done better at that the last couple of days. That's why I haven't been on the internet so much because I'm trying to stay busy. Because I'm trying to do extra projects. Yeah. And if I if my kids see me sitting around, they think I'm supposed to entertain them, and that's <laughs> not happening. It's not happening. Yeah, I did the same thing. I I literally signed out of Twitter, which I'd rarely do. I I signed out the other day and just kind of focused on reading or or just doing something other than. And stuff because you do you it's it's very hard you get all our our markers are gone like i said you there's no you know wednesday's new comic book day to get excited about right. oh it's friday going into the weekend oh it's monday this sucks i'm going to i gotta get back to work yeah. there's no markers you're just kind of floating then, there's there's no sense of being on there because for the most part i mean no offense to the people that i do enjoy conversating with but the people that i don't and they're <laughs> you know i see their you know they're just trying to like skew up drama and stuff over like fictitious characters and i'm like dude there's so much going in the wrong with the world right now and you want to talk about like for instance like nightwing sucks or something i mean that's just the example i'm not trying to hear that i mean there's so much that's that's the reason why we live in this uh reality of idiocracy yeah we're living in a mike judge movie right now (laughs) It's crazy because I think what's happened is a lot of the casuals have left. And so you have predominantly influencers. Um, oh, you mean, <laughs> wait, 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 attention whores. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. Um, yes. Just competing with each other. And so nobody's even yeah. answering their questions, you know. It's just yeah. it's just a whole stream of people just trying to drum of up the attention whores. Yeah, it's like, ah. Oh. So, yeah, I mean, there's some good convo mixed in, but you have to really make the effort now. You have to re- yeah, and don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, um, I do answer things, you know, in DMs and things like that, and it seems to be a safer place. Yeah, that that way I don't have to see the foolishness and things like that. But um, yeah, it's it's. I think right now, uh, mental health care and stuff like taking to taking care of ourselves mentally, um, mm-hmm. you know, and making sure that we don't go insane during this time. Um, that's one way to, you know, yeah. make yourself better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Too much social media is a bad thing, definitely. Right. <laughs> well, 
Well, this is Indie Alley. As I said before, this is your place for independent comics and independent wrestling. And we actually had a little bit of wrestling. Um, I'm going to give my WrestleMania report, how much I didn't like it, and a couple things I did. Uh, so a little ADEW. And we still have the next round of our, I guess we can't call it March, our no. Madness Tournament. Because yeah. we didn't finish it up in March, but hey, what the hell? Coronavirus, the shit co- happens. The Corona Madness <laughs> Challenge. Yeah, the Corona Madness Challenge. We also read some comic books. Um, yeah. Didn't really watch a movie like we kind of planned, but hey, like I said, shit happens. They, Coronavirus. They, they, <laughs> have you ever seen Bad Santa, Andrew? Yes, I have seen Bad Santa. <laughs> you know where the uh, chubby kid got the uh, candy corn from uh, Billy Bob Thornton, and Billy Bob Thornton said uh, they can't all be winners, kids? Yeah. <laughs> there we are. They can't all be winners, kids. Yep, they can't all be winners. Oh, man. So, yeah, we have a few things to talk about. Um, a lot of breaking news this morning in the wrestling world, so yeah, I think we'll fill up a show. Yeah, I think I think we can. I mean, I did read a few books. Um and then we do have a lot of wrestling. Uh, so do you want to get into the books? Yeah, right we now, should or? just go ahead and jump into those comic books that we read. Um, they're okay. the new comics from, like, what, three new? The last new comic book day that we have, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Which is, I don't know. I know. I, I think it, I read, read a book that I think is the best book that I read this week. Um, and it's called Stealth from Mike Costa. Uh, it's a Skybound book. Um now, I think this book came out uh, three weeks ago when that uh, Jonathan Hickman book came out that was like a, basically an encyclopedia that when I opened it up and seen all this work and I was like, yeah, I'm not fucking reading this. <laughs> um, no, that's that's a true story. I believe you. <laughs> it had diagrams and everything. I'm like, no. I no. didn't read it either. <laughs> I, I, I fucking slabbed it. <laughs> I slabbed it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I was like, uh. Yeah, me, me too. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not, no, this isn't, I, I have to help the kid with pre-calc and things <laughs> like that. I'm not doing it for this. Um, but the stealth was really good. It Maybe I'm partial because it takes place in Detroit and it kind of like gives you the scenes of Detroit. Like um, Detroit is very hipster nowadays. Um, downtown, like all the young people are moving down there. They're planting like gardens everywhere. and they're, It's it's very hipster. It's like Portlandia. A little bit, okay. A little, a little bit, but it's it's this character's name Stealth, and we meet like a family, um, a father and son, um, and the dad always seems out of it and things like that, and he's getting like bruises and scratch, and he gets bloody and stuff. Well, coming to find out, he's like this character Stealth, and he's beating up people, and he's dealing, and he starts beating this the crap out of his son because he has basically like amnesia, I would guess. Um, or what is that? What's that called when people, um, oh, don't man, remember? Yeah. <laughs> like you were right now, yeah. not remembering. Yeah. yeah, amnesia. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, a, um, like what Ronald Reagan have? Oh, like, um, dementia or. Yeah. Like, like a little dementia stuff. Things like that. Okay. Um, we could probably edit this a little <laughs> bit so it doesn't. Nah, fuck Reagan. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the 80s sucked. He thought ketchup was a vegetable. I mean, I'm just saying. that's That was really what happened. Yeah. And you, and while we're at it, you know, the war on drugs, you can't, you can't 
have a war on ideology, you'll never win. I'm just saying he should have known that. But anyways, like the characters, uh, the characters and the things that transpire in this book was uh, really good. Um, they did paint a picture perfectly of uh, what Detroit is now. And I hope, um, I'm not sure when the issue two comes out, but this is definitely a book that I do highly suggest. Well, I don't have it. So do I need to go look for issue one? I don't know how I missed it, but I don't have it. Uh, get it on your comicsology. No, I want to get it for reels, but I guess I could get it on my comicsology. Yeah. Hmm. What did you read? I'm going to talk about Philadelphia, which I know you read the okay. week before, but I finally yeah. sat down and read it. It was funny. I put Best all my comic books that I had left to read, and I put a picture, and I said, what should I read first? And, man, everybody hit me with Philadelphia, So it was obvious that I needed to read Philadelphia, which I knew anyway. But it was really good. Um, a little surprising. That girl was kind of scary, the one that's on the cover. Um, so she's been alive forever and ever and ever, I guess. And um, Isn't that the one that plays his, his daughter in the book? Yeah. The little vampire. That's a, okay, I heard Rodney Barnes say, the author, uh-huh. that um, one of the characters is based upon his actual daughter. And I'm not too sure. I know he does listen, mm -hmm. so maybe he can hit us up and say if that's her or not. Um, if it is, well, your daughter's that scary, bro. <laughs> yeah, that, that what's frightening about her is um, she's like looks like a young girl. She looks yes. like um, Willa from yeah. or what's the name of the young girl in Resonant? Um, Beck. Yeah, so same, you know, cute. But this girl rip your throat out. <laughs> You know, yeah. she's a full-on vampire, so that was pretty scary. And just the whole storyline really moved forward. I like the young kid, how he actually has figured out the key, how to save everything. And the art is so amazing in this book, man. People talk about an urban fantasy. This is a great urban fantasy, without a doubt. It has the historical fiction aspect as well, but just the look of... It catches Philadelphia and it captures urban life and the, the clothing and the dress and the style. I just, it's really cool. I mean. Yeah, yeah it is really. It's it's done really well done. It's it's done really well done. Wow, that was great. I sound like <laughs> 45 right now. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> anyways, it, it's really well done. The, the book totally. I mean, for me, um, you kind of forget about like the vampire aspects because of how well written it is. And um, I know you mentioned last week, I think you said the book was called Empty Zone. Uh, I ordered them. That's actually the the artist of this book wrote that book. Oh, so he wrote it as well. I ordered them both. There's volume one and volume two. Uh, when the hell they'll get here, who knows? But I ordered them this week. Well, who'd you order them through? DCBS. They're on there. You can get oh. the first one for like five ninety nine. Oh yeah, they said those send trades quicker than the other yeah, stuff. We'll so see. you probably get that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> they haven't been reliable. Are you on Ronnie's Get Off the Lawn kind of <laughs> podcast right now? No, no, I'm sorry. They've they've been late on a lot of shit. So <laughs> there's no mercy on that. The product's great, the price is great, but the the shipping time is yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's coming. So eventually I'll have those two books. Pretty excited for that. Yeah, so I highly suggest that they get on um, Philadelphia. I do think it's like my favorite book of 2020. Um, 
it's it's so good man it's it's really good what else did you read one book that i read also was um once in future uh Uh, i finally caught up to it um episode or issue seven Mm -hmm. um granny's back at it full force uh she's definitely one of the snide uh golden girls (laughs) um I do like that the the girlfriend has getting a big a bigger role in this issue, and um, things are coming out about her and the things that she knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, She's the girl in the, the chair. <laughs> yeah, and and then the um, the villain, the new villain, and uh, things like that. Wasn't that I'm, cool? Yeah, that is really cool. Like it it was it was really cool that he was, you know, that he just by looking at like the mask and stuff, and uh, you know. Uh, what's what's the grandson's name? Oh shit, I don't remember. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I, I forgot too. Let's just call him Timmy. <laughs> Timmy was a, or Chip. I don't know, but uh, you know, Niles. Uh, yeah, when they when he came out, uh, maybe his name is Steve, <laughs> which Steve Niles wrote a book. Uh, but uh. You know where it comes off to Beowulf at the end. I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh wow!" So we're, this is where it's gonna go. So it went from um, King Arthur. Who was it King Arthur to Beowulf? Man, yeah. I am losing it today. And I, I think to... we're gonna get like a King Arthur Beowulf battle at some point. That kind of was hinted oh, at that. So like some celebrity death match. Yeah, thing? definitely. Let, let's get it on. <laughs> so I'm pretty pumped. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's definitely like this is definitely a new arc. Um, so I hope to get six more issues after, or five more issues after this, and hopefully it continues to go on because um, I really like Grandma. Like he, uh, Granny, she she reminds me of uh, remember like I think her name is Estelle Getty from <laughs> yeah. Golden Girls, like mm-hmm. the older lady that she was with uh, Sylvester and Stallone in that one cop movie. Yeah. Uh, she, don't or my mama will shoot or something like that uh, yeah we went over yeah. this on an episode past i don't know the name of the movie we, we went over yeah. like five movies and couldn't get it right yeah 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 yeah. oh yeah brain fart <laughs> but yeah it's cool um i'm curious where do you think they'll go after this one then they maybe can go to some irish mythology who knows it's all about the uk so yeah maybe something like similar to clan killers or something mm-hmm. uh maybe a little uh Valor. There you go. There you go. That'll work. Definitely check that book out. You know, another book I read, I'm just going to hit briefly because I get to tell you what to put at the top of the pile. Death or Glory. You got to read the new Death or Glory. It's excellent. Is there body condoms? No, there's no body condoms. Does that guy get his unit back? No, but they bring him up. And now we know why he wants a certain person. Oh. Why one of the people they really want to get a transplant for him from this person? So you'll see. Uh, this is they call like him Dickless Frankenstein. So. Okay. <laughs> well, well, the, the guy that doesn't have a unit. Someone yeah. calls him Dickless Frankenstein in this issue. I don't remember if that's what they called him in the past, but that made me laugh out loud. So there's a lot. It's a good one. Move it to the top. That's that's the last issue, or no? Is there one there's after? one more after this, but I guess it's a giant packed issue. So they're gonna. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be like forty plus pages. Yeah. Right? So they're gonna wrap it up on eleven, which is a weird number. We talked about that to wrap it up on, but I guess basically they're gonna put eleven and twelve all in one big old issue and call it a day. We will see. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to read that one. Um, a book that I did read was a uh, heart attack issue five. 
when this book first came out, I was like, uh, I don't know if I'm going to like it. Then it did some X-Men type stuff in it. Um, the story, it, it's a very dialogue heavy. Um, I thought it was going to be like, kind of like some racial things, you know, kind of like some border town stuff. Uh, a little bit. Yeah, but now it's kind of taking a bunch of different twists and turns, and it, it's, it's definitely been like a sort of a love story since the beginning. Yeah. Um, but the, I think what was the last uh, few panels was the guns and the religious fanatic yeah. stuff that I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> I do like this book. Uh, it's interesting, but it's really close to home on some issues, like it's some info or shit. Uh, it's very political, yeah. But mo in a modern way, the use of social media and different things to do propaganda and yeah, yeah. And then and then like I don't know if it, if you haven't read the books, like some of the characters have like um, they have gifts like X Men. That's why I say like X Men sort of things. Uh, and they're persecuted for the fact that they have this gifts, right? Yeah. There's a lot, something that's been really common lately in comics is there's a lot of extras in this one at the back. And usually these extras are only there once you get trades, but there's a lot of neat things like there's fake newspaper articles and there's fake memos, just different things to kind of like set the stage of the world. And I really like that. I mean, it's not original. You can go back. Watchmen had all that kind of stuff in it. But I really like that. It's this, um, what is it? Undiscovered Country has these kind of things mm -hmm. at the back of it. There's just a lot of um, Black Stars above that we just read has a whole like freaking There's, novel in it on the back. There, <laughs> yeah, there is like a news station that has that stuff currently too if you want to see that stuff too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there it is. So thumbs see up. See what I did there? Yeah, I see what you did there. <laughs> So thumbs up, I would say, on yeah, yeah. What on on um the, heart attack? I'm still reading it. Oh, I mean, oh yeah, yeah. I wouldn't call I it think, one of my favorites, but it's still interesting. No, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a good story. Um, I'm interested in like the two main characters, the guy and the the girl. Mm -hmm. You know, they kind of try to play it off like the um the young fella. Although I'm not sure if he's like young because they made 90 reference, but I think the girl is younger than him. Mm -hmm. Um, because they referred to her as a piece of ass. <laughs> um, which is, which is kind of funny. Uh, not that <laughs> they call the girl a piece of ass. It's just, they, her friends say that about her and they're women. So don't come at me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, but it, I, I do like it. It has, it, it's pretty good so far. Um, it's not as good as stealth, though. I'll tell you that. Well, another one I read was No One's Rose, number one. This is a vault comic. And I really liked it. It took me a while. It started slow. But it's definitely some serious science fiction with a touch of eco-terrorism. So, yeah, there's definitely the Greenpeace, Save the Plants kind of thing going on in this. Um, that Like Avatar, kind of. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> without the blue people yeah without the blue people and all that weird shit but um definitely a culture that's trying you know to save the tree and i liked it um so i found it like really interesting and i'm in excited to see where it goes because it's good world building save the tree like hippies well yeah but they're trying to literally trying to save that tree like the whole center of their world is that tree right am i wrong 
Yeah, it is because then the, when you go up into it, it's kind of like a biodome um, place <clears throat> where it's only the the prestigious people live, correct? At like the top of can, the tree, yeah. Right, because that's where everyone wants to live at the top of the tree. That's oh. like all the regular people so, live at the bottom where the roots and the dirt and the fertilizer is. <laughs> yeah, I see what they yeah, did. Yeah, I feel there. like there's. Yeah, I, th- I feel like this is very much like um, a play on capitalism. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That we see every day. How about how's that economy? <laughs> um. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But it's a cool comic book. I would definitely get it. If you like some smart science fiction, um, there's a lot going on, you know. Yeah, there, there is. There is. I definitely got, like, um, for me, I like Zach Thompson's writing, but, um, yeah, I don't know about this one yet. Like, I believe when I posted about it that I was like, well, this was an interesting read. I have to see what happens at the issue, too, because of, you know, what happens at the end of this issue it feels like it's going to go in a different direction. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does uh, give you like that green piece, uh, that feel right mm-hmm. there. That's for sure. Yeah. But I, I like it. Um, and you know, my gimmick, I'm not as big on the science fiction. We've had this discussion before, but I really like this one. So definitely. But you're, you're, up. you're also a tree hugger. So I'm not a tree hugger. <laughs> Just, just, just right because now? no, I don't have shoes on right now. But I'm in shorts mm-hmm. too. See? It's hot. We're in Arizona. Summer has actually started already here. Um, yeah, it's hot. Anyway, just because I eat some broccoli now <laughs> doesn't make me a tree hugger. <laughs> Do you put you eat kale with stuff? No, I don't eat kale. Kale, no. Kale's I know it's good for you. I eat spinach. That's as far as I go. You eat kale. I eat a lot of spinach too, but that Popeye, he kind of, it doesn't work like Popeye said it would. No, it doesn't. No. But it keeps the no. doctor away and keeps them from putting tubes up my ass to make sure <laughs> <laughs> everything's good. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I went there. Getting old. Uh, everything's uh, about colonoscopies when you get to this age. <laughs> On that note, what else did you read? <laughs> Well, nothing as exciting as getting a tube up my ass, but um, there's nothing exciting about that. No, I mean some might be your kink. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't shame. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so I, I know that dude from uh, uh never mind. I'll leave that <laughs> All right, like I said, the next comic uh, is uh, um, I read Exo Man of War issue one. Okay, it's not. I thought it was pretty good. It's not like your Matt Kent style Exo Man of War. Um, I felt like this was it was more Marvel style. Um, the reintroduction of the character and things like that, and things that take place on Earth. Um, you know, because the Matt Kent book when I uh, read it, it was more like sci-fi. The mm-hmm. stuff was like a little more um, joking around and things like that. But I thought it, I thought it was still cool bouncing back and forth it kind of actually after reading it it kind of felt like the exo man of war that was a little bit on that show that we watched the last week okay i don't Um, know is that a good thing or a bad thing some people might not like it (laughs) i'm sure like um you know diehard valiant fans probably don't like it as much but for like newer readers and things like that um especially if they read like marvel type books or even dc type books i think that they 
will enjoy it. Um, you know, some, here's what I'll say. Like sometimes people evolve, like Chris Jericho was the lion heart and he, he evolves over time and gimmick to stay relevant. Well, sometimes your comic books have to do that too, to stay relevant. So, yeah, it's funny. I haven't read that yet, but it's funny that you say that as I've just binged Matt, um, Tim Seeley's um, Bloodshot. And I walked away from that feeling like I read a DC comic. And I thought, okay, so this is not my Jeff Lemire, Matt Kent, Bloodshot. And now you're telling me that Man of War is not my Matt Kent, Man of War. Uh, so I'm sure there's a... They're doing this on purpose, is what I'm trying to say. Is They're really trying to reach out to a, a larger audience. And maybe this is their, their thought process. Let's follow the the model set by dc and marvel and maybe we can get more readers <laughs> i thought you were gonna say let's follow the money yeah well <laughs> i did say that basically <laughs> right right because that would have been right i mean that's it's basically what it is so you have to i mean especially during these times um you're gonna t take notice that there's gonna be like less books coming out so you know they're gonna push this type type of uh thinking like follow the money yeah a bunch of publishers, not just Valiant. Mm -hmm. And it was bound to happen. If for Valiant to take that jump, they had to get away. I mean, Valiant was very artistic. If you go back to those runs that we're talking about, yeah. the art was at a, at a high level, very deep sci-fi. I mean, that's why I fell in love with Valiant. But I haven't given up on it. I, like I said, I like the comic. I'm a DC fan, so and I liked him silly. I read his Nightwing. Um, yeah. I, I stayed with it. You know, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I haven't... For me, the bloodshot didn't hit me right. But, I mean, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't read it. Because, I mean, uh, at each book, like, people are different. And if we were all the same and we just said, don't read that, that shit. I mean, try anything. I yeah. mean, it's like Andrew. He was talking about taking tubes up his ass. <laughs> I mean... You, I mean, if that's your thing, go for it. I mean, it's not follow thing. your dreams. It's, good. <laughs> it's called getting a procedure. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, I mean, if that, I, I used to hear rumors about Richard Gere as a kid, so I don't know. Oh, man, that's an old rumor. See, now yes. you're going to have to tell all these new listeners about Richard Gere and the, was it a hamster, a gerbil, or? I thought it was a gerbil. Yeah. That he would. Well, first they would say that he was it's a um, guinea pig. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that could fit. Um, unless he's got like a big elastic, you know, there and yeah. stretch it. I don't know. Um, but yeah, like he supposedly he liked gerbils and stuff, but that's untrue. It's not. That's that's fake news. So if you've actually read the boys, then you know what we're talking about. Because if you oh, read yeah. the boys, there's a character in the boys that takes a poor little hamster or a gerbil and puts mm. it up the poop chute. <laughs> yeah, and if that's your thing, more power to you. I mean, that's <laughs> have at it. Just don't tell me about it. No, I mean, see, I gotta knock on the nail with that one because I think that's cruelty to animals. I'm, I'm gonna side on the PETA side on there. No gerbil deserves to be up a butthole. No. <laughs> I mean, he should. Shouldn't he be allowed to make his own choices? The gerbil should, but he didn't get to make his own choice. If he went in, he went in. He could have said no. Nah, man. No, it's a predator, man. That guy tricked him. Come here, the little gerbil. No. Mm -mm. Yeah, it's wrong. Know. It's wrong, man. 
I don't even know why we're. You know how about I feel about dogs, man. I'm not gonna allow gerbils to go up buttholes. No. Oh my gosh! See, I told you he was a hippie. <laughs> I'm not a hippie. Damn hipster! Just gerbils aren't edible, so I eat be I'll eat a cow. So. Yeah. Oh damn! So send all your hate mail to the <laughs> real comics. Yeah. I eat cows. I eat deer. I eat Bambi. Wow. That's deep. Um, <laughs> any other books that you read this week? <laughs> one last one. Speaking of okay. like eating, because it's about wolves and stuff. We can, uh, Lucy Claire, uh, Redemption. I read like, that one too. The coolest Red Riding Hood story I've read ever. I mean, yeah. That's a really yep. cool comic book. I love the art on it. I like where it's going. Um the characters yeah. are just really cool. Yeah, the characters, especially the um, the Asian lady, I, I really enjoyed. Like, I wasn't sure what they were going to do with her. Mm -hmm. And um, I really enjoyed, like, what she, you know, they had this uh, scene where um, all these wolves came into her house and she kind of just made everything just vanish. And it, it kind of, um, and then there was this big hole up there, which uh, was cool. I enjoyed that. Do you still think that the boy wearing the green is a wolf? I do. I do. Okay. I still think he's still something. Something's not right with him. Yeah, yeah because he kind of leads on. Like, he says stuff half-heartedly, this issue. That was like, oh, maybe Andrew was on to something. Yeah, I think um, he's there's something wrong with him. Yeah, and speaking of that book, like, um, I know the writer of that book uh, had some issues and stuff, and cancel culture kind of took it to him and stuff but he did seek the help um because he was charged with what uh, assault and battery of mm -hmm. his wife yeah and stuff and uh, cancel culture was quick to like go after him and stuff but i mean people can change he's also people the can... artist yeah yeah and people can change i mean the, the you know not everyone that just because they do something bad at one time or you i mean you or i weren't there we don't know exactly what happened but people are quick to judge and stuff, and um, I'm just happy he sought the help and stuff, and uh, supposedly everything is doing better, um, yeah. and this book is really good. I didn't know that until, like, when we were posting about it that yeah. I think you told me that you were like, oh, that's why people aren't talking about this book, because they canceled them. Uh -huh. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. That that book that, I, that, that Kickstarter I got a while back about the softball girls who like their car breaks down in the middle of the swamp. It was like a horror. I forgot what it was called. Yes. He draws that too. So oh, he's the artist on, he's the artist on that book. Blake's book. Yes. Mm -hmm. So okay. that's a chance he was given it. I don't think he's on rat Queens anymore. That's what he was famous. No, for, they, was they removed rat. him because, because of that issue. Yeah. I think they took him off that book, mm -hmm. but, so. um, you know, yeah, I mean, there's a big difference between him and, say, like, the EVS fucker who just still continues to be a fucker. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Um, but I'm not. I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So we'll move forward. I think that's all I read that I really found okay. impressive. Um, we did post something before we started recording. At, uh, you know, if people had questions uh they could hit us up so we do have a question that uh depends on the comic part uh -huh. and it's from at true goat king asked us 
And you know how I feel Is he about related those? to Jericho? Maybe. I'm a, I don't know. His, his name on here, it looks... Is he Canadian? No, this doesn't seem Canadian. It seems very uh, Greek, but I could be wrong. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to say his actual name on air. Uh, but his question for us is, favorite guilty pleasure comic? Hmm. So let's define guilty pleasure. Does that mean it's a book that everyone else thinks sucks, but we like? I think kind of like um, you, your love of Pauly Shore movies. <laughs> well, see, my definition of guilty pleasure would be something that somebody might not hold highly in highly regard to, like um, people, like it, it'd be underrated. In my... <laughs> Let me let's look it up. I'm gonna see what the definition is. Yeah. I still think so, Pauly Shore uh, okay. movies would fall into that. Here goes. It says something such as a movie, television program, or piece of music that one enjoys despite feeling that it is not generally held in high regard. Like Nickelback. No, they suck. <laughs> yeah. That'd be like listening to Daughtry. <laughs> oh, Daughtry. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, wow. Deep cut. I bet you that's really big in Arizona. <laughs> Daughtry. <laughs> oh. Boy, you get that new Daughtry CD. Oh. Hell yeah. Yeah. Why are you doing a country voice? Daughtry's not country. No, but Arizona, that's how they talk there, right? Oh, so, yeah, but they're not listening to Daughtry. They're not? No, sorry. Oh. What it, do they it, listen to? It would be a real country artist. Some inbred shit, huh? I don't listen to country, so I can't name an artist. So I'm just gonna leave okay. it that. <laughs> they're not. They're definitely not listening to Garth Brooks because he wore that Barry Sanders jersey. No, Garth probably got canceled. Cancel culture strikes again. Mm -hmm. So, son of a bitch. Yeah, it's a shame. So, it's what's your uh, guilty pleasure? Well, I thought about it, and based on that, I'm gonna go with Archie comics are my okay. guilty pleasure. I mean, the old school Archie comics. I am a big fan of the Archie horror, which is kind of hip and cool. But I also like the old school Archie comics. The fun ones like Archie Forever and all the um, just kind of sitcom-y type comics. And I've always liked them. I've liked those kind of comics since I was a kid and I still read Archie. I'm going to get Sabrina. I, I pre-ordered the new Sabrina comic, Kelly Thompson. I think it's nice. Kelly Thompson. I may be wrong, shit. It seems like she writes a lot of the female characters. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure. Um, it's for me, I would say, okay, first of all, a current comic, it would definitely be probably Reaver, uh, because I act like I don't like Lord of, the, well, I don't like Lord of the Rings, and there's a lot of walking and things like that, um, and I'm not much of a science, uh, like a fantasy. Book That's fantasy. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, and I, it's not necessarily my style, but, um, you know, every week that I read it, I felt like I was like, you know, what, um, I'm just going to drop this book, but it kept being moved to the top of the pile. And um, so my distaste for fantasy, even though it's a distaste, uh, I did like that one a lot. Um, See, I'm going to call bullshit. I think you really do like fantasy. I think what you don't like is science fiction. I like fantasy sports. We'll see. So you like fantasy. I think you do because yeah. we keep coming across these comics. Other, as long as they don't have like the barefooted, hairy feet guys, 
you're okay with it. Yeah, because then that's like some hippie stuff, and we already covered that. <laughs> um, now, and I would say, like, for older comic or something, like, um, I did, you know, when you brought up, like, Archie and things like that, um, when I was a kid, you know, in the 90s, there was a comic called Police Academy. It was based upon, like, the cartoon. Basically, there there was a cartoon, Police Academy, during that time, and we all watched the movies, um, so it's based on the cartoon where they had, like, House and other characters like that, and, uh. It's just comedy and things like that and I'm, you know i'm a huge fan of comedy so uh i really enjoy that too i'm actually gonna search for those after we get done here and see if i can buy them <laughs> buy them on comicsology <laughs> no buy the actual books Ooh, off wow. of like maybe ebay or something <laughs> yeah i would go to ebay that'd be your first well, unless you want to go dollar bin hunting well we can't really go dollar bin no, hunting right now because then you have to lyso and right wipe <laughs> everything down yeah i mean do you see what i have to do with my groceries when i get at home jeez i can't imagine you gotta wipe those down and ugh, yeah. yeah a lot of work for a police academy comic yeah that i won't read again i'll just <laughs> say i own it right exactly <laughs> <laughs> that's all i have for comics um okay i didn't watch any yeah. shows that were comic related i didn't watch any movies that were comic related i was gonna watch bloodshot and i never got around to it um who knows maybe this weekend yeah, yeah. i need to watch that i i have to watch see that's the same thing with the books like i get in these um things where you know these moods where i want to watch certain things so like my lately i've been watching a lot of hbo documentaries i watched um you know, I finish up McMillions, um, which is really good. I highly suggest to anybody that likes FBI stuff, you mm -hmm. know, some mafia-related stuff, um, things like that. It's really good. Like, each episode, it hooks you. And then I watched something called, uh, I forgot the ex exact name, but it's based upon, like, fake news and how, like, fake news has driven certain area of America to do bad things based upon the bs that they digest and mm -hmm. people get hurt about it uh get hurt because of this because you know they misinform people mm. and that was uh kind of makes you a little bit angry and stuff because like i mentioned in the beginning of the show that we live in modern day idiocracy where people can't tell the difference between real and fake stuff and Normally, the people that are screaming fake are the ones actually spreading the fake, but they don't understand that. So, Is Idiocracy on Netflix? I feel like you have to tell people now because you bring it up so much that people have to watch this movie. I don't think it is. See, when um, I know the movie came out like uh, 2001. Well, it was scheduled to come out in 2001, but they would, the government wouldn't allow it because it was digs at, um, you know, society. And the, it making fun of, like, uh, presidents. Uh, <laughs> but now when you watch it, it feels like, you know, it's real. And this is a documentary. Because, um, I mean, there's parts that, you know, people that are smart don't know. There's, you know, come into this world and stuff. And, you know, there's people that are doing jobs that they should be smart but don't know. And then you have corporations. I think one part of the movie... Um, this guy, they had greeters at Costco, and they say, welcome to Costco, I love you. <laughs> and that seem, seems like, you know, capitalism things that happen right now, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's very real. Like, you see 
people taking aptitude tests where they're trying to put square pegs and round holes and stuff and they're covering up their stuff because they think that the guy behind them's cheating and stuff it's really crazy man <laughs> but uh, i every time i turn on the tv i swear i live in that world right now no offense to anybody that believes that stuff but um yeah um you need you need, you need to think for yourself here's what i will say instead of listening to what people say watch what they do that's all i'll say it's life good. lessons good. and on <laughs> that <laughs> note we're going to talk about wrestling yeah. <laughs> so we're ready to kick into our wrestling part of this show and joey has joined us what is up have you been watching some wrestling yeah i watched some wrestling it's all i have all i have is time so well, maybe you're not working out enough then. No, no, I can work out enough. <laughs> How? Yeah, he works out so much that he stares at himself in the mirror. Oh, man. How's leg day going? It's not as bad. Not as bad. Tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Right on. Mm-hmm. So it's you, the fourth, fourth one tomorrow for him. So are you posing like Macho Man in the mirror now? No. <laughs> More like that kid from the Little Giants. <laughs> 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 I can't talk shit right now. I shouldn't be. I'm not doing anything. So, yeah. Props. Props. At least you're doing something. I'm sitting on my ass. <laughs> so, props to that. Well, that's cool that you watched wrestling. I think before we get into like the rest of the week, I'm going to give my quick thoughts on, yes, I did watch WrestleMania. I watched both nights. The first night was 100% better than the second night. Can you guess why? Oh, that's messed up. I, I think I know why. Um, because it was indie wrestler heavy. It was yeah. very indie wrestler heavy, and everybody who on, was on the show could work. It was? Except for, like, one match. One match was trash. So you said that, the, okay. oh, that was the Baron Corbin match, right? That was a bad match, but that's not the one I'm talking about, trash. Which one was trash? Yeah, let's hear it. Goldberg versus Braun Strowman. Oh, yeah, <laughs> okay. that's pretty trash. <laughs> yeah, that was a joke. That was a complete and total joke of a match. So, but everything else was actually pretty. And then I actually did like the Undertaker AJ thing. I kind of got into the whole um, TV like movie thing. I think. Yeah. I think it was creative. Uh, Oh, you mean where they stole the ideas of Matt Hardy? But Matt Hardy gave props to it. He said it was good. Yeah, but they also wouldn't let Matt Hardy do it in WWE. Yeah. But then they were like, well. Oh, he's he's going to do it in AEW, so let's do it now. Let's yeah. do it before him. Yeah. yeah, but you know what? I don't think they do that without the virus. I think WWE does, just does a regular match if there was no virus. I think they just. I think they had a hard time convincing Vince that this would be good. I don't know, though, because, you know, Undertaker, that's a way to make the Undertaker still seem strong. Yeah. Yeah. Because he can't hang anymore. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't even be wrestling, honestly, yeah. and neither should Goldberg. Um, and it, I bet that whole match wasn't filmed just like, oh, like no. on one take. No, so they're no, like, no. all right, you just choke slammed him, have a break. You, can you know how they? you could really tell the things they did? Like, okay, how he got up on the top of that hearse to do things. They would cut away. And just show like a boot. And the next thing you know, he'd be on top of the oh, car. Oh, so they had like one of those scaffold things to bra- raise him up, right? I don't know and if they, they went that far, but they, they probably like gave him time. Like and then like they'd show him start to climb the ladder. And next thing you know, he'd be on the roof. 
like they would cut away to AJ and stuff or oh. different things. So they found ways, things that we know the Undertaker. I mean, he's got bad knees. So yeah, it's to, to make him look strong. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense. And shit, it could add like fucking seven years See what to his Hollywood career. what does to you? Yeah. yeah. Without a, because he can still, he, I'm not used to seeing matches where the Undertaker talks. And he did. He talked a lot of crap. And so that was kind what of a did he joy. Say? Did he say, rest in peace? No, he didn't no, do he that. He approached the, it from like a biker, biker standpoint. Oh. And oh, he, he just kept saying, he's like, hey, AJ. Like hey, AJ. He like Kid What's Rock? my wife's name? You still want to talk crap about my wife, AJ? And he just kept on like, it was kind of like watching an episode of Sons of Anarchy. You know what uh, I mean? So he was the American badass <laughs> yeah. undertaker. Uh -huh. Okay. So he just kept like, you wanted this fight. Oh, where are you going? Where are you running, boy? And that kind of stuff. So it was. He said, where are you it running, was boy? He said that multiple times. <laughs> so it was entertaining. And, like, and then going back to what you said, it was very obvious that people could work. Like even Seth had a great match because, you know, Kevin Owens can bring a great match out of you. So there was a lot of good quality indie workers who did a lot of great, um, you know, Brian, um, Danielson and um, oh, what's his name? And Sami Zayn gave us a great match. I mean, just a lot of good workers. I liked. I thought it was him and Drew Gulak. Gulak was his partner. It was like okay. his ringside. He didn't wrestle, so Gulak oh, came out with him. And like with Zayn, he got uh, he had Cesaro and Shinsuke out there with him. Ah. So Cesaro again, Shinsuke. Yeah, they're his like they're like a team thing. I don't know. They're it's, together. It's like they're that's fence logic. Yeah. They're like, we got to get these guys on TV. Yeah. <laughs> They're all workers. Everyone could work. In the women's match, um, you know, Asuka and Kyrie did the bulk of the work. As well as they should. I mean, those are, like, two very strong wrestlers. I mean, yeah. the the main thing is, like, um, now is, you know, people are being shown that, you know, if you don't have personality mm -hmm. with no fans, you're going to get exposed. The announcing was absolutely horrible for that reason. The announcing was still trying to play like there were people and like you were following scripts and it was just horrible. Like they just didn't let it be the way AEW just is kind of like, hey, we know there's no fans here. We're fighting. Yeah. And, and if they would have done that, it, I would have given it a higher mark. But there was still some of that silliness, especially Corbin. Corbin was absolutely horrible. And um, yeah, but I liked it. And night two... Fuck it. Night 2 was trash. I'm not interested in Night 2. Was there any good matches on Night 2? I guess the Flair-Rhea was a good match, but I hated the outcome. I felt like you it was a waste. She lost the title. It was a the... waste of Rhea to like build her up, build her up, just to feed her to Flair yeah. for Flair to get another win. Um, well, that's like their new Undertaker now, too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and they wasted Baszler, too. You know, Becky got an easy one. But it was a good match. So, I mean, Becky can work and Baszler can work. So, yeah. Oh, week two. Yeah. I mean, night two. I didn't like anything, to be honest. The ladder match on the first night was good. They buried the Mexican wrestlers. Um, they came out and got... It was um, Angel Garza and... Who was with was it? I thought he was with Austin Theory. Yeah, it was Theory and Garza, right? No, it wasn't Theory, was it? Yeah. Maybe it was. No, I thought there was yeah, a Mexican wrestler with him. No, I don't know. That was the Shows you how much attention I paid to that match. I didn't Selena pay attention. Vega? But yeah, <laughs> Selena Vega was with Angel yes. Garza. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Isn't she supposed to be with Andrade? He's 
suspended for smoking dope and doing steroids or whatever the for hell banging doing. the white girl. <laughs> so, what? Wait, ben so they just threw it? That. So they just put her with Angel Garza because he was Mexican too? Pretty much. Yep, that makes sense. Yeah. That's how Vince we're... logic. Yeah, oh. it's good shit. Yeah, good shit. So yeah, I mean, it's very obvious that. It was not their best. I mean, it was funny on Twitter listening to people like talk about some of this stuff like it was groundbreaking. Like you said, like, oh my God, this Undertaker thing is groundbreaking. And like, <laughs> did you see Matt Hardy on Impact? Have you ever watched Rosemary and um, Sue Young on Impact? I mean, there's there's other examples of stuff like this that's been done. And I'll give you, I mean, quality wise, it was really good. But they stole like Lucha Underground's filters. It looked like you were watching those Lucha Underground vignettes that they used to do. Like, yeah, it seems like, like nowadays, like, all like dark and shadowy mm-hmm. and stuff like same kind of camera stuff. What What's happening is a lot of things. Like I noticed, um, they're stealing things and trying to pretend. Like remember in the beginning, they said we will not evolve or change our ways because of this, <laughs> yeah. and then they did. And then I seen. Um, see, I didn't. We didn't order it, but then I seen like the the female referee. Mm-hmm. And they had her acting like um, the like AEW's Aubrey. referee, mm-hmm. uh, Aubrey. And I was like, this is ridiculous. So, like, the, people were like, oh, she looks so awesome. She did it. That, that's been happening since the beginning of AEW. And Asuka and Kyrie are out there fighting in Japanese. They're yelling yeah. stuff in Japanese. They made no effort to speak English. There's no way that would have floated, uh, no. you know, six months ago. There's no way Vince would allow them but, to be out there. Talking. But because it happens in AEW, they're like, oh, well, this is what the fans want now. So this is good shit. So, you know, go out there and be Japanese again. Because that's <laughs> what they did when WCW came out, too. They what? switched from all characters to real life stuff. Like yeah, remember they used to have like the hockey player and the Manitar dude. They had and clowns. And... Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, but that was it. That's my WrestleMania thing. I mean, you guys. So you said like night night two is like the gobbly gooker. Night two was horrible. It was very hard. I don't even really. I didn't watch but much. What's his name? What's his name? Won the title. Um, Who? Uh, Drew. Drew McIntyre. I was happy for him, but I didn't really watch it. Again, I only seen because they didn't entertain. It was just really. It was a. It was like watching the Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar match again. All they did was both do their moves over again. Oh, my God. The third Claymore. Oh, my God. A fourth Claymore. Oh, my God. A fifth Claymore. Or how many? Remember, like, when wrestling, like, you did one finisher and no one got up? Yeah. Yeah, like, Jake Snake would hit you with a DDT and then you just lay there for, like... They both basically just did their finishers back and forth to each other. But the only thing I seen from it was uh, I woke up on the couch and you were, you were watching Raw, so you can't say that he's... Yeah, I watched Raw because I was like, normally stuff happens the next day. So I was like, mm-hmm. well, let's check this out. And then I walked, I don't even think I watched it actually. I watched match. the last match they put on, but it was, it, it happened at WrestleMania. I don't know if it was on the WrestleMania show, but it was in their mm-hmm. WrestleMania arena. And it was Big Show versus Drew McIntyre right after the match. Well, of course they had Big Show because they had to hype this Netflix series. Yeah. The the Edge Orton thing was too long. It got so boring. Oh, so kind of like long. Kind of like Johnny Gargano and <laughs> Champa this week. Because yeah. yeah. I walked away and did something. I think I did two loads of laundry and came back and was like, 
wait, this is the same match? Yeah, yeah and I was like, was like, there was only two matches. <laughs> yeah, it was too long. Okay, I didn't do two loads of laundry, but it felt <laughs> yeah, like I it. I did. <laughs> and then, also, are they? why are they always doing these uh, ladder matches, like, every week on NXT? Like, every other week they're doing a ladder match. And it's all with the women, too. Like, because that's how they get them all on stuff. TV. Because, you know what, it, it obviously works. Because um, NXT won the ratings this week. And, but okay, and but you told you me the match like... wasn't good, and I agree yeah, with you 100%. But the selling of the match, I told you, I go, I might watch that live. I didn't, but I said, I might watch that live because I saw all those women and I saw a ladder, and I'm thinking, that shit might kick some ass. Okay, when, when you watch that, did you how did you feel? Did you feel like there was people standing around a lot waiting to do their things? Yeah, and they felt they felt because there was no crowd there, they didn't know what to do. Like there was a lot of standing. I totally agree. It looked like a bunch of pee wee hockey players waiting to run a drill and stuff, and they're standing in line like, "Hey, when's our turn? Okay, let's go. Okay, our turn. Okay." I think this is proof that they are so micromanaged that when they have to do things without scripts and all the stuff mm -hmm. that is given to them, they don't really know what to do. Okay, so the, basically you're saying because they don't have, they're not allowed to let their personality show mm -hmm. that they're just robots. Yes, and there's a fear of making a mistake and they will be like get in trouble for it. You know what I mean? There's not a like in the indies or AEW kind of like, well, that didn't fucking work. But nobody's going to get like their push is going to get killed and they're going to become EC3 because something didn't work, you know. But in the WWE that could happen so i think these women are scared and there's a lot of women that are they can choose from so it's like oh, i'm not gonna be the one that fucks up uh right <laughs> so um and then during that match i was like so it's not that bad because what's her name wins yes. wins. that's a good thing and you were like well she's not gonna beat charlotte and they're only doing this because she's about to leave i think she is going to beat charlotte because she's thinking about leaving and I think this is a way yeah, to kind of trick that's her. That's why I said, yeah, they're going to give her the belt, but she's going to leave regardless because she said she was going home back to Sonata. Well, of course. I mean, she wants to go home to her husband. I think Kari, that's another reason that lost. I think the greatest thing about, at first I was angry that they lost Kari and Asuka. And then I thought, well, this means Kari can go home. This means Io can go home. And stardom can be fucking awesome. Because when those two walk in, it's going to be like the pop of all pops for them to go home Without to stardom. You know? Because they are the best that stardom's ever had. And they're just going to come back like conquering heroes. So I'm pretty excited from that wait, point of view. Wait, wait, wait. Last time you told me it was evil. You just said Sonata. It's yeah, evil. Evil. Oh. evil. It is evil. Yeah. And I Which just think... It's kind of crazy because Sonata's the better looking dude out of the... <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I think what's interesting is um, the Japanese wrestlers have done well without the audience because they're used to it. They're really used to it. Like well, it's one a, of our it's listeners, quiet there. Yeah, so like, it is pretty much no audience. Doctor Joe time. mentioned how it's on the WrestleMania one. Like, oh, it's just two Japanese women. I can hear these Japanese women screaming. I'm like, well, if you watch Stardom, that's basically what it is. There's no announcers, yeah. and the women are screaming, and you hear a, a little bit of clapping now and then from the crowd, but the crowd doesn't really get like they do in the states. There's no like everybody has to chant like "Let's go EO, let's go Flair." They don't do that shit. Yeah, you know no, what I mean? I, yeah, I would definitely say like Japanese wrestling is kind of like watching w women's uh, tennis. 
you hear a lot of stuff going back and forth. I mean, maybe it sounds like a porno. You but, do. Um, <laughs> and also, if you're watching an American rest or a, a UK wrestler, because not really, or if you watch someone like B Priestley, you can hear her. She talks shit. She's cursing at them. She's hmm. like, "You're, I'm gonna kick your ass. You're in trouble now. I'm kicking your ass." I mean, and that and that happens on AW as well. Like they're the characters are saying stuff, um, mm-hmm. which is cool because their their personalities are showing through. They're not just being quiet and like Candice LeRae is supposed to be like play a crazy person, but she's not saying anything or doing anything. Yeah, I mean, I I don't get that. But I'm a big fan. You and, know where I fall on the Japanese. So this week was st- awesome. I got EO win. What's what? up? Tommaso. You said they stole the Tommaso Gargano thing from Japan. Oh, yeah. You know what the Tommaso Gargano thing was? Is um, Who was it? Ciampa punched? No, no, no. Candice LeRae came out and it kicked, kicked Gargano in the balls. Mm-hmm. So... And Tommaso felt bad. And like then she came back in and kicked him in the balls. And then... What? And then he pulled out a, a he had a cup on, and he he, he won the he match. He had a cup on. Oh. So that's the Yo and Show thing. Remember when Yo yeah. and Show did that? Yeah, exactly. They the steal all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure they watched it. Yeah, of course they watched it because Japanese wrestling's the best. It is. It really. That's why I was happy this week, despite everything, because Sheeta was fucking awesome, and Io is going to win a belt. So the two Japanese wrestlers ruled Wednesday, in my opinion. She'd have kicked the shit out of Britt Baker. Man, yeah, she did. Britt Baker can't, you know, I think she just doesn't know how to move her face when she's supposed to, man, because everybody's always bloodying her that's up, a, man. That's what Adam Cole said. <laughs> yeah. uh. But she, she wrestled better than her other matches. Yes, Britt she... finally showed up. She did but what she I said think and... I think it's because there's no fans there, so like they don't it, mentally she feels more comfortable doing things without the fans there because you know fans I think really get in her head. Maybe I also think she's been off for a long time. Maybe they've been working with her to prepare her because I think she wasn't ready for a B Priestley. And the re- what I'm saying is. Having watched a lot of stardom, and you watched, you guys watched that documentary. We're going to get into that. They work very stiff, and some American wrestlers, especially the female wrestlers, are not really prepared for that. The NXT girls are ready for it because mm-hmm. um, a lot of them come from a more hardcore background, or they come from the UK where they work a lot stiffer. Right. And I don't think Britt was prepared for as stiff as B works. And I think she maybe she's gotten to that point now, so that they told because even I felt Sheeta was not being very stiff early on in her AEW career. But she was stiff on this last one. She was popping yeah. people. I think um, before we get into the um, this, those documentary things, um, mm-hmm. do you want to hit a question from a listener? Yeah, because we should finish up that WWE stuff. Because we, we, okay. there's a couple, there's some big WWE news. So okay. we'll All right, it. so the question is from uh, at RonBar316. We all know him. Um friend of the show ronnie uh he said ftr i think that is uh free the revival mm-hmm. was or is it fuck the revival because <laughs> that's what the young bucks would say um released from wwe thank god where are they going aw impact nwa they would fit everywhere mm. every list that he just said. but what do you think speak up there 
I said um what he said he said that those three companies would be like they would fit in perfectly in all three but I said we'll get into it but well where do you think they're going well I feel like that they would have a good um rivalry with the young bucks it's already pre- pretty much set up so I would guess AEW or NWA see and I think that they want to do some new Japan stuff because they love wrestling and they love to work stiff so that would be a good chance for them to work stiff there I mean I know Andrew talked about Elgin working there last Mm -hmm. week and things like that but I can also see him working at impact against like a team like the north I really think that they I mean if we weren't dealing with the virus I think they would be making stops in every organization like just like the Hardys did before they went to WWE back to WWE I really like the idea of an ROH New Japan thing so they sign with ROH and they're allowed to go back and forth to New Japan, I liked that idea a lot. Um, they could but be top who they dog there. in ROH, like just the Briscoes, plus Japanese. They could bring God down. They could bring you know some different. You're just saying that they that they you know the country boys. You're trying to say that they have to wrestle them. Who? Because you just you said no. The I'm Briscoes trying to say like they're I, I think the ROH that, 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 New that, Japan because they're like one of the best uh, tag teams in the world. So the, the ROH New Japan is a better fit for me, I think, than NWA. I mean, everyone says NWA because of the old style and the old school, but who right. the hell are they really going to fight that, does, that is up to Singing their Oh, that's what they... And, um, okay, that, okay get, now I'm realizing that that's what they were trying to escape from was not wrestling. Yeah. So that I see that they would want to wrestle They could wrestle more. like Eli so, Drake. Yeah, there's nothing to bring their level up. So, I mean, as a fan... Yes, the AEW ROH, I mean, the AEW um, New Japan connection is perfect. They get to go to New Japan when they want. They have that in their claws. And then the matchups. There's at least six dream matchups already in AEW for them. You know? Yeah, even in New Japan, you have um, Gorillas of Destiny and you have Finley and, uh, and, Juice. and, and Juice. Juice. Finn Juice, uh, Yo and Show. I mean that. that the birds of prey. Everybody yeah. in on the roster is is tagged pretty much in a tag well, team or a faction. You have Evil well, yeah, and Sonata. Isn't, uh, isn't Abushi and um, Tanahashi are yeah. tag yeah. champs right now? Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of great matchups there. And then in AEW, they can go against SCU. They can go against the Lucha Bros. They can go against Proud and Powerful. They can go against the Young Bucks. The uh, Dark Order. Have, yeah, the Dark Order. <laughs> you have. <laughs> You know, your champ is Omega and Paige. You, I mean, there's just so many matchups. The best friends. Um, yeah. the, there's so the many friends. top matchups. <laughs> the second best friends. I think that they, uh, I want them to join AEW because I feel like they're two of the four horsemen. Yeah, that makes sense. But I that's, got. That's your Arn and Tully right there. Oh, of course. Whoa. Wait, wait, wait. Do you think, because you said that Arn and Tully, they're both there, right, mm-hmm. right there. So you, there could be a four horsemen. With Sean Spears? With Sean Spears, they could have their own four horsemen. But that who, could give, who's that the get Sean, That could get Sean Spears his his uh, MJF. Well, I liked your old theory that somehow maybe Tessa's the fourth horseman. You brought that okay. up of like a few episodes ago. 
Graham JF, because he's with Sean Spears. No, Joe, you're no, no, ridiculous. No, because no, no. No, he has like a Ric Flair type uh, style. No. To be in the Horsemen, you have to be able to wrestle. Flair okay. could wrestle. That's my only thought about... I mean, I'm not anti-MJF, but I just don't think he's at the caliber of those other guys grappling-wise. Or do, he could sell, but... I, I do think I that Tessa could come because like, they're looking for the leader and that Tully could be like, once she's free, then he could be like, I have the perfect person. And how do you distinguish yourself from the other horsemen is you have a female. That would be something yeah. new and different that's never been done. Because they've tried to recreate the four horsemen multiple times. Yeah, but if you do it with Tessa, who's actually lineage, and it's a female horseman, you beat um, WWE to the punch on that one before they do something with um, yeah, Charlotte. Yeah, because they've, they've always done angles, too, like, Guys get knocked out because you remember Dusty Rhodes was a four horseman before. So eventually you could have like a Cody. Maybe he switches with Spears or mm -hmm. something like that. Yeah. I th I even think that Cody could be with Spears and those two. Um, but I think like, you know, because they their relationship, they fight back and forth. Eventually one of them would split up. And I think that's where like a Tessa could come in and be like, she's the new leader. I like that. Now, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Does AEW need to sign another WWE talent so fast on the heels of no, Hardy and Harper, and then they sign no. the um, the Revival? I mean, there's going to be that backlash of, oh, it's just all they do is sign old WWE cast-offs, no, like impacted. Them, they should uh, give, them give them time to wrestle other places. Or, or actually give them a break to go see their families like uh, Mox did. Well, there is no they, other places to wrestle right now because it's all well, shut down. That's the only bad so. thing. <laughs> no, but, yeah. I, think, I think right now, um, I think they can just work angles. But I think once everything opens up, I would like to see them, you know, going, working a lot of indie events when they can. Mm -hmm. And then ultimately, like, at the next... Uh, huge pay-per-view like what's AEW's biggest pay-per-view isn't it supposed to be all out double or nothing is the next one but all then, out's the big one right? yeah what was the out. what's the one that they just did revolution revolution so it's revolution double or nothing all out and full gear full, yeah full gear and so fighter i think that right. like um all out not maybe not this time around mm -hmm. but i think like the next one mm -hmm. then they should make the move so you can give them some time? Yeah, the, like to see them in like Japan and, you know, Ring of Honor, maybe even Impact to wrestle like the no. North or... See, I don't think Impact will play ball, though. Impact will want them to just sign. That's, yeah. That's not going to happen, probably, because they're probably going to want freedom. Yeah, especially everything they've been through. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's interesting. I think them coming in is very interesting. Um, they're a top team that WWE wasted. And they have a lot to prove, and they're going to come out with a chip on their shoulder, and they're going to do some business. I like it. I like it. Yeah. It's almost like their XFL, huh? <laughs> their XFL, yeah. So you mentioned about the XFL. I think it's funny that how does this affect wrestling now? You and I were talking, like, is, is the deal, does that hurt them with ESPN? Does that hurt them with Fox? You know, because ESPN has been covering wrestling. Will they mm -hmm. stop covering wrestling? You know, they'd be like, well, we don't have to cover it. We don't have a contract with you really anymore because XFL died. Um, right. 
you know, do guys get cut? You were submit thinking that possibly. Yeah, I think because I mean, ultimately, like the the networks don't have to pay them because they're not playing games, so they could strong arm them and say you you're not receiving this money, and maybe that's why he did fold up the XFL because he's not receiving any money, and he's realizing that you can never compete with the NFL. So and also his pocketbooks have been hit because the lack of uh, revenue from uh, WrestleMania, or even live events like they they can't sell all their shirts because they used to be able to do all these live events and you know they're not selling anything. So if these networks aren't paying him for football and he invested a lot of his money and sold a lot of his stocks to go all in on this football, mm-hmm. you know corporations cut the fat they trim the fat so i think there could be some casualties of wrestlers but i don't think it's necessarily a bad thing because i think it actually opens doors for these wrestlers yeah because we've complained that they've been hoarding they have more people than they can use so now some people will actually get back out there and they're not all going to AEW, but it'll reap impact is lacking in male stars if you ask me they need more male talent and that um mlw i don't like it as much as I used to because I feel like they're lacking star power. MLW could use a couple of these guys to replenish the star power. ROH could use a guy or two. You know, there's just, it's going to make everything better, if you ask me. Yeah. If they release some of these guys and allow, you know, them to go wrestle elsewhere. Yeah, I I think it's going to be like guys like um, maybe a Tyler Breeze, um, a no way Jose, <laughs> you know, guys that you don't necessarily see a lot, like EC3. I mean, EC3 could go back though? to impact and make a man make an impact. <laughs> you know, I forgot that you he know, was still signed. Guys like that, like guys that aren't, aren't being utilized that, I mean, um, just let them go, let them do their own thing. And now they can save face because um, if they do let them go, ultimately they can't come out and hurt them like um the revival can't hurt them right now until you can get fans and things like that i mean then it's gonna hurt them i think it's definitely gonna hurt them as soon as they can wrestle against talent because uh they're just gonna make them look stupid now (laughs) isn't it great though that AEW signed that contract before all this shit hit they could have been in financial trouble yeah uh, it just goes to show that because of uh, Shad Khan is, um, you know, he does have a lot more money than Vince McMahon. Uh, mm-hmm. He's got that EPL money um, that he knows what to do. Yeah. And um, he makes good investments. I think that's why he's been stingy about, like, signing certain talents. Like, they just don't go out and buy pay for anyone. No, they don't. Because they want people to wrestle. They don't think how many people. people we've wanted them to sign that they haven't signed. Yeah, all these well, women—Mercedes Martinez, Tennille Dashwood—they didn't sign Killer Cross. They didn't. I mean, we just keep talking. They could. I mean, they they could have backed the Brinks truck up for Marty, but they're like, you know, is it about the money or are you passionate? Mm-hmm. And I think they're looking for people that are passionate. If you're just yeah. chasing dollar signs, then they don't want you. They want people that actually love wrestling, yeah. and the revival love wrestling. Without a doubt. And their tag team, which is their strength. Yeah, they have the best tag teams in the world right now. They're the AEW, so it only makes sense that they would join there. They could just do one show of just, like, tag team wrestling. That would definitely be a killer pay-per-view. 
Totally lost my train of thought there. <laughs> Were you, was it going to be, was it related to the? Probably. And I just kind of lost about how people coming over. We can just go into oh. MLW then, I guess. Or, oh, I know what I was going to say about signings at AEW. What? Gave me shit about the pretty girl. The pretty girl <laughs> signed a contract, man. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Wait, whoa, whoa, what about Pineapple Pete? Pineapple Pete. Well, Pineapple Pete. Just... <laughs> Don't pineapple forget about Pete. the pineapples. Oh, Jericho was Those hilarious. aren't the pineapples he was looking at. You know what? I, I know I'm done with like Nakazawa. I, I don't want to ever see that shit ever again. Ever. I'm like Jericho. I would have just submitted uh, that's and a, left. Oh, that, that's all DDT stuff. That's, if you ever watch DDT yeah. wrestling, yeah. it's that's their, mm -hmm. their and thing. Speaking of, we, we watched that documentary too, with DDT wrestling. Oh, I haven't got that far yet. But no, I don't ever want to see that again. Nope. Nakazawa mm -hmm. and his little baby oil stick. I'm done with it. You don't want to see him use this thong no, as a cloth? I think no, it's I pretty good. I like any of that shit. It's, it's time to say goodbye to that. Um, what? Did you hear Sean Spears was like, what's up with the baby oil? Yeah. <laughs> he spoke for me. Yeah, Jericho was right. The shit needed he was to like, well, He was like, what's up with the baby oil? Like he kept saying, like when he did that thing where he tried to like, pulling down the ropes like with his nuts just on it and stuff and he just stopped because it, it lacked oil in one spot <laughs> wait 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 who I, I can't remember did sean spears or cody win that last match cody cody of course oh i didn't want that though <sighs> but oh well i don't want cody to win but he's probably gonna win because they're setting up a cody lance archer thing so oh see i thought i think so you think he's going to be Darby? I think so, because they're setting up this Lance Archer-Cody uh, thing. But hopefully Lance Archer wins. Otherwise, they're just going to get Lance Archer beat right away. He's not going to be powerful. Yeah, I agree so, with that. So you think that Cody gets that belt? No, no, no. Hopefully Lance Archer gets I hope gets Lance another. Archer gets that belt, I hope. I don't know. I think that's the way to get Cody some gold. Eventually. Ugh, but Cody has a choice. I think he'd rather put the talent. But that's over. some Triple H stuff if he does get the gold right. Yeah, I don't. I think it's gonna be Archer. We'll see. I guess we'll find out. Triple yeah. H could just be like, I want all the titles. He could just. Sure. All right. Well, before we go into the um, documentaries, just one last thing. I did watch MLW Joey, but I didn't really watch the other things. Yeah. I just wanted to see the MJF Mance because I saw on Twitter where Colt or. What's the name? The guy who runs it, Bauer or Bauer or whatever. Court Bauer. Yeah. He said, was saying how it was their highest rated segment they've ever had or highest rated show they've ever had. Um, it is? Yeah. That they've had for this show. That's how many people tuned in for it. So I'm like, oh, I got to see it. And to be honest, it was all hype. I was yeah, really was... disappointed with that match. This is yeah. supposed to be like an ending of the most horrible feud. It was like a whatever match. They didn't even draw it wasn't blood. Even that... it, was, it wasn't even really a big feud it was it was just mjf wasn't doing anything and he had a problem with the dynasty it was it was but, um, very disappointing the rest of the show was the first match was really good and then next week's the triple a mlw super show okay. which they said should have uh seeing mjf's not allowed back in mlw mm -hmm. it's supposed to be man for uh team for team uh mlw it's mance warner um the Oh, well, I, I always forget his name. Oh, Davey Boy Smith Jr. in L.A. Park. And then all, for AAA, they said we'll see Psycho Clown, we'll see Vikingo, and we'll see, um, oh, uh, 
I forgot. But no, um, <laughs> but L.A. Park and, and his sons put out a challenge for Cycle Clown to get any two mem- any two AAA guys, and they'll nice. beat him. That's what they said. So I'm looking so forward to that. That'd be interesting. I also noticed that they do rankings. Yeah. Well, they it's a what is it called? It was the a top magazine. ten. Yeah. The the magazine uh, Wrestling Inc. does. Oh wait, no, not Wrestling Inc. I don't, I don't remember. But it's a magazine. PWI. I don't know, but they had a wrestling ranking something. thing. They went over it yeah, and they, they named like who's number ten of all the wrestlers. So it's kind of like AEW. They had a ranking. Yeah, they do that. Um, they've been. They started doing that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so number one contender is what's uh, Hammerstone. Hammerstone. So. Yep. Hammerstone's Hammerstone. number one. So, very cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, do we want to hit the documentaries or do we want to jump into our tournament? Do you want to do a documentary? Yeah, we can do it that. Okay. Okay. Are we going to do the dark side of the ring one? or Sure. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, I was like, Andrew, you need to watch the um, Brawl for All. And then you said, what's that, some MMA stuff? <laughs> I'm not watching that. Yeah. And I was like, dude, you never watched this? Um, it happened like, nine, was it like 97, right? I was all WCW all the way, man. I didn't see it. Yeah. This was some Vince Russo stuff, and um, <laughs> they kept, they tried to stack the card. Like the documentary tried to make it seem like the, you know, they predetermined that Doctor Death Steve Williams was gonna win it. And you know, um, growing up, Doctor Death Steve Williams, Ronnie Garvin, guys like that were guys that I watched a lot and I enjoyed a lot as a kid. Um, but who would have thought that Bart Gunn would whoop the shit out of everyone? <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. The best yeah. part about it is I hate JB too. That's the one thing, yeah. the only time in my life I've ever agreed with Russo. I hate JB. I hate the shit out of him. He was commenting yeah. on WrestleMania, and I just wanted him to shut the hell up. I can't stand yeah. him. JBL is a terrible. Um, he he was arrogant and stuff. And didn't you say when we were watching it, Joe, that oh. What happened to him? I thought yeah, I was, was like, why did he? Why was he so huge? And now, and then he turned into like a, a fat rich cowboy. It, because that. he got comfortable with his money and he stopped working out. <laughs> because uh, I mean, when he was younger and he was just like Justin Hawk Bradshaw, he was really aggressive and stuff. And then the APA stuff. But uh, I think he really, you know, how like most wrestlers start living or believing that their gimmick is who they are. He's that type of dude. Well, he made it all the way to the finals. Yeah, but, yeah, but they showed that what's his name really beat him. Test beat him. Draws, oh yeah, they said. Yeah, Draws beat him. Yeah, yeah like they, he had oh, a yeah. takedown and he didn't, and they kind of swayed it because they wanted Russo to get. I mean, Russo wanted him to lose to to um, their strongest guy. Who Bargo? Well, they originally probably wanted him to lose to Doctor Death, but yeah, handed up losing. Yeah, but he he got knocked out. <laughs> and they they just ruined his. He would he could have had like a whole championship run, but Vincent and uh, well, well they're both Vince. Both Vince's wanted um pretty much for him to not get that well, chance. What's crazy <laughs> is that they should have like you know instead of like changing the brackets, they should have put Bob Holly in the other bracket because Bob Holly was a tough dude. And um, if you watch the fights, Holly, like, he went the distance and he took a pounding. They were, like, um, they were a tag team at the time. Uh, I think Cornette's tag team, the Heavenly Bodies. And, man, those guys. 
that's messed up like that how they did that to them that they were like they put them against each other first round yeah but this was real it was like a real fight it wasn't it wasn't just wrestling you know the funny part was that you in the documentary they were like and then right after we had to go go we slept in the same room we had to drive to the hotel with each other and we wrestled a couple matches like the next night (laughs) yeah that's just crazy like it never happened. But it it was kind of like during the time when this happened, I was like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch it. I, I didn't even remember it. I didn't know what the hell you were talking about. So I was totally WCW at that time. And back then, it you know, there's no DVR. So I probably but, was not watching uh, Raw at now, all. Russo was the one that ruined WCW too. So Yeah, well, he wasn't there. Yet. Yeah, I mean, that's the only thing about the documentaries. I'm watching two dudes I can't fucking stand talking their ass off Cornette and Russo just it's like oh these two just going back and forth like a couple of drama queens about each other it's like yeah everything that he's touched since like the attitude era like TNA and things like that um he's terrible he was always terrible I, I can't say like when Cornette like ran Ring of Honor or he had stuff to do with the NWA he knows his wrestling but like Russo oh man <laughs> And he, Cornette was like, he doesn't even understand what he did to those four wrestlers' careers. He doesn't care. He really no. doesn't. But neither did Vince, so, I mean. Yeah, Vince signed off on all that shit. Got a bucks. It's always Vince's call, so that was Vince's Yeah, I read a, um, a, a tabloid rumor thing on Dirt Sheet saying that um, McMahon was thinking about doing that in NXT. Wow. And that's stupid. Another reason those guys need to get the hell out of there. Yeah, because the dude's lost his mind. Well, the wrestlers is better, even though that stuff's old, a lot yeah. of it. I, I've watched the first two and a half, I guess, because it wasn't so, working for me. So I watched. I couldn't watch that deathmatch shit. Yeah, you you told me, you were like, fast forward it, what's the next one? Yeah, I, I, no, no, it's, it's not. not for me, but I really enjoyed um, the first one. It was mostly about Evolve. And then yeah, I'd seen the Stardom one before, but I didn't mind watching it again. That was actually interesting. And I want to watch what the Luchador the one. one. That's the next one I want to watch. What's the second one that you watched? The Stardom one. The Luchador one or the Exotica one? I yeah, want to watch the Luchador one. Okay, okay we watched The one that, that has Phoenix. Like It looks like it's Phoenix, right? Yeah, but I couldn't is. get yeah. it to load today, so I didn't watch it. My internet was Yeah, they, they follow Phoenix around a lot. In and uh, two other young wrestlers. Awesome. That gets from Crash from Conan's company. Yeah. Okay, so I'm excited to see that. I mean, I was I really enjoyed the first one watching Darby, a young Darby Allen, and seeing a uh, man she just slicing his whole elbow up. That was crazy. Yeah. And the young Austin Theory. There was just a lot. And Ethan Page's you know thoughts on it's not fair. I'm kind of like just I have to put talent over instead of working on my in, becoming in the talent were, myself kind of thing what, what was the he's in what impact now he's one of the north dudes, yeah he right? is one of the north but i understand his point of view like well i'm just putting the young talent over. because because uh evolve is basically like a feeder system for wwe they own them they do yeah, yeah. is that why they got to do that nxt show with them yeah yeah oh. what i found crazy is the show starts and you see um McIntyre right there and I'm, I'm yeah. watching this show literally the day after I yeah. watched Wrestlemania and yeah. to see the new wrestle the new WWE champion on this little indie card kind of was like 
whoa, and then Keith Lee is there, and there's just a lot and of Riddle. a lot of talent. And Riddle. Because what's the yeah, women's Riddle? version that they do with it? Is that not Rise? What's the other one called? Shine. Wow. Shine wow. is shine Shim, Shimmer. Shimmer. Shimmer and Evolve are ran at the same time. So like, mm. um, I think like a few hours before Evolve, mm-hmm. the women wrestle. And then the men, and I think WWE, I don't know what's Shimmer, but I do know with Evolved, like they have a lot of ownership in those oh, wrestlers. Okay. Well, Shimmer's going under. They're going to be something else. We don't know what they're going to be. They were supposed to do their farewell show at this WrestleMania weekend. Oh. I think it's Shimmer. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's no, I thought. I think, I think it's Rise. Maybe you're right. Mm-hmm. You could be right. I don't know. Because be right. is that the one that Jake Atlas wrestled in? Rise? He did wrestle the, in Rise. The, okay. I think it might be that one, but I'm not sure. Okay. Either way. But yeah, so I enjoyed them. I enjoyed both of them. Um, did you guys see what I talk about on Stardom? How I love the system. Like these kids go in there and they, there's a real dojo. They have to yeah. work themselves up. Just like the Gene Japan. It's that system. That they don't just get to become wrestlers because they have to prove themselves and it doesn't matter how long it takes that you won't be they call it passing wrestling school if you don't pass wrestling school you don't get to get in the on the main show well then don't other but like some wrestlers don't they like start somewhere else and they they can go straight into the top sometimes but most of the ones that do that start somewhere else that are japanese come from the actual real world of fighting like tam for example, was a judo champion. She's much older than the others, and she was a legit judo master. But and so she's that's why her style is more about throws and strikes, if you ever watch her matches, because she actually... And then um, Arisa was in some kind of martial arts that specializes in kicks. So if you ever watch Arisa's matches, it's all about kicks. Yeah. I, I think in this uh, show, when I talked to it was it Kaylee Ray? And uh, Tony Storm? Tony no, it's, um, what's her name? It's Brookside and Tony Storm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Robbie Brookside. And then they daughter. also talked to uh, the, the Chris Wolf. Wolf chick. Yeah. yeah. And when did you they, notice they, the other one they didn't talk to is what's her name from that shitty ROH team? Um, it was, um, oh, not Angelina Love. Who's Angelina Love's partner? Um, uh, Mandy Leone. Uh-huh. Mandy Leon, if you look at it closely, is the other um, gaijin that's there. And that's why I f- get even more upset with ROH, because Mandy Leon can actually wrestle and they don't use her. Huh. Hmm. Yeah, so you were I, talking about the allure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, the, part, the part that stood out to me on that episode was like when the women were like, um, they were talking about, like, does it hurt when you get hit? And they said after the second hit or something, you go numb and you don't feel it anymore. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Because, I, because how <laughs> stiff that they are there. Wow, that's some tough shit. I guess the one other quick thing I'd bring up is I tried to tell you guys when we were doing our bracket what when I said Arisa, um, what's her name? Mayu is very Mayu. nice. That was my way of kind of saying that she's very shy, I guess. And now yeah. you can kind of see why some stuff has happened. She's very an introvert. Yeah. And I think that's why she didn't make the jump with EO and um, Kyrie. She would have just sat the bench, I think. She's been she's held the ROH title before. Mayu. Has. Oh yeah, I w- I rewatched the uh, Super Show and she lost it to mm-hmm. the the new the one that w- 
the one that had it for a while after that. Mm-hmm. What's her name? Oh, I can't remember who what her was. Name. Uh, I don't know. The one that got in trouble and they fired. They um, have women's chat. They did. It was Women of Honor. Oh, Kelly Klein. Yeah, yeah. she lost it to her. And well, then she got outshined by the allure after. So, and yeah. then she just left. Because Mayu was never comfortable in the States. She's too much of an an introvert to make that jump to over here in our style. Yeah, I was like, she was talking. I was like, whoa, yeah. wow, that's... But now you can see that. Hello? No. She's more comfortable. She's a homer. She's going to stay at stardom. She's not going to ever make the jump to WWE or um, AEW or anything like that. I thought you said, oh, hello. No. (laughs) No. But now you also see why they're so loyal and those girls won't jump to the States, really. Because they grow up there. So their loyalty to stardom is huge. Yeah. kind of sucks because um, I think... Last year, this time, was when I saw Chris Wolf wrestle a lot, and then she retired. Mm-hmm. She was really good, and, man, yeah. now could have been her time like to have her like in an AEW oh, or something. She'd wow. be amazing in AEW. And those, the, like, the other bad guys, what's with the Kagetsu and those other two that retired with her? Yeah. They wouldn't. They wouldn't leave. They, they had so much loyalty that they would just retire on the spot. Yes, it was on principle. Company. Because they felt that stardom was becoming, now that New Japan owned them, stardom was going to start pushing the pretty girls. Because New Japan is notorious for pushing the good-looking guys, I guess. That's something they don't talk about. Is um, like They even have to lie. Did you know Okada's married? Did you know that a lot of these guys are married? They have to hide that from the public. They do? Yeah. They're supposed to really kayfabe the fact that, because they're selling them as sex symbols. Yeah, because they take pictures of them like in underwear oh, yeah. like or making them look kind of nude. In the DDT one, there was pictures like Okada and I mean no, and Kenny. I mean Kenny and Abushi together like naked taking pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was so that's just the culture. So they sell that, they and I don't know if you saw this week on Twitter, Fred, <laughs> that, that some like Japanese GQ Q magazine did the um, LIG photo shoot and they're all in like all gq'd up all holding their belts i didn't know everyone has a belt except for sonata every member has a freaking belt yeah i didn't know that and they're just all there in their belts and in sunglasses and all like totally gq'd up and there's a couple of girls i follow on twitter that are um new japan journal they write for websites specifically for new japan and they were just going all ah like so excited because these guys were all gq'd up you know but that's what they sell. So these two women, and I, I think the one with the shorter hair, the Fumoto tie, I think she may be gay, and maybe she just didn't like that direction Ooh, they were going. The, um, the, Kigetsu. Kigetsu. Oh, her? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, she just didn't like it, and so they quit Because in, J- in DDT, they, they pushed the gay guy as, like, over-exaggerating, like, exoticos and stuff. Yeah. So. Like, so you think they would have... They would have changed her whole character. Maybe, maybe, and she didn't like it. So she she should have left because she was really good. She could go somewhere else. She could go to AEW. Her and B Priestley are tight, so maybe B will get her to come somewhere else. Well, no. well, I guess we'll okay. see. But we don't know what their contracts are. Maybe she had to retire to get free of her contract over a certain period of time before she can go somewhere else. There might be a no compete. Hmm. We don't know the details, but that's it. That's what I got out of those. Different docs, unless you guys saw one I didn't see. 
No, I think we'll save them till after you see them, and then yeah. it could give us some topics. Okay. So we should get into our tournament then. Yes. What's it called? The uh, the, the March Madness. No, it's not, it's April, Joe. It's um, April. April Madness. The, <laughs> the Indy Alley Corona. It's brought to you by Corona. Um, madness. Yeah. So we're gonna get down to the final eight. Um, I think mm-hmm. let's just get into it. Uh, okay. First matchup we have is the number one seed John Moxley versus the number thirteen seed Matt Riddle. Okay. Bro. <laughs> Bro. Moxley. Alrighty. You don't think that they're just gonna sit down and smoke weed together? No. No. I don't think Moxley smokes weed because he's never no. fucking calm. He's a, he looks <laughs> like a drinker. Moxley's a drinker. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I could see it. An angry drinker. <laughs> yeah. Like he probably likes Jack and Cokes or just straight Jack. Bam! <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, his entrance video, he is at the bar. Yeah. Yeah. See, there you go. So, who do you pick? Yeah. Probably Moxley, even though Riddle's the trained fighter. Trained fighter, bro. But the bar fighter will win. Yeah, but like Moxley was in that CZW where they yeah. use like turkey. Well, you just realized uh, that just now when you watched the documentary. Cutters and stuff and crazy shit. So, I mean, that dude, yeah. he's if he does that crazy stuff, he's not afraid of no Matt Riddle. <laughs> yeah, I like Matt Riddle, but this one I'm picking Moxley. So yeah. Moxley moves forward. So to meet up in that is um, the number 14 seed, <laughs> Okada. Don't do versus this. Versus the number 15 seed, Tyler Bate. Why don't do this. I get to go first. I may have yeah. fallen for Tyler Bates last week, but Tyler Bates is getting slapped. Those chops yeah. are going to send him all the way back to England. He's out. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. I can't disagree. Fine. Okay. What do you mean, fine? fine. Like, do you think Bates going to win? You could pick Bates. We'll put win. you on the record that you, you still, you know, stand by your principles if that's what you want. He has no principles. <laughs> The Rainmaker. All right, let's uh, heading down uh, to the southern region. We have the <laughs> yeah, southern it really psychopath. is the southern region. <laughs> um, Mance Warner versus uh, Shingo Takagi. Shingo Takagi. Yeah, Shingo Takagi. I'm gonna pick Mance because it doesn't make a difference. So I'm gonna give well, Mance a point. You don't think Shingo's gonna beat? Shingo's gonna beat Mance. It doesn't. You think so? Just saying. Just saying. Nope. I what? think no, you don't. Mance is going to no. the dance. <laughs> I thought you said Shingo. Oh, no. Mance is going to the dance, no, baby. He's going Andrew's to the dance. It. I like it. I like it. Light beers. Red light, light beers. on. Red light on. We can't just pick oh, all of New Japan wrestlers. No, that's exactly right. We can, We just get two in the final eight, and then you wanted to throw a third one in <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well then, guess what? Your dreams get squashed. Okay, next match is the number three seed, Will Ospreay. Yeah, huh? yeah. Versus the number two seed, uh, Jacob Fatu. Yeah, who do you guess what? Guess what? What? Jacob Fatu. No more New Japan guys. Ospreay's a, a Rev Pro guy, too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's, he's actually in this because he's a Rev Pro guy. Yeah, he's the champ of Rev Pro. <laughs> Can't try to do he's this. He's the heavyweight champ. He's okay. got the dad bod. He's been eating burgers, putting on weight. Dude's getting... Huge. 
I mean, Seth called him a little guy, but he's probably twice the size of Seth now. (laughs) Um, So you already know where I'm at. It's Osprey. Mm -mm. See, your coup did not work there, buddy, because I don't think Fatu should have beat Cody Rhodes. So here comes my payback for you picking Fatu over Cody Rhodes, and I'm picking Will Osprey. You got to cut that out of this. Osprey's in the final eight, Joe. Sure. What's up? Now you have three New Japan guys. Okay. Well, technically, it's the AEW champion and the Rev Pro champion. Yeah. Okay, okay. So it's different. than Shingo holds a New Japan only belt. Yes, what? We have to put another New Japan. Oh, we will. Look, we got the next round. We have Naito, Mm -hmm. the number one seed, versus the 13th seed, Davey Boy Smith. Just saying. Naito does have to win that. He's a better wrestler. Well, you, I heard you say Davy Boy. I, I, I no, I pick Naito. I like Naito. Oh, okay. I think Naito's one of the best in the world right now, personally. So I'm picking Naito. Okay. Yeah, I think that's a clean sweep. He has two belts in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Davy Boy Smith only has the sushi from Japan in his MLW. Oh, he has that little yet. cup. <laughs> Didn't he just win that little cup? Recently over there in MLW. The opera cup? Yeah, he's got the opera cup. <laughs> oh, I thought that was like his crunk cup or something. <laughs> Puts his crunk juice in there. Yeah, I, um, think, right. I think what's his name? Teddy took the crunk. <laughs> Next matchup, we have Hiromo Takahashi, the number three seed versus uh, Flip Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Flip Gordon's stronger. Are you kidding me? Gordon's stronger. Oh, uh, no. But that's an ass clown thing right there. Hello Kitty. I mean, you okay, like. He used to hate on the Hello Kitty guy. Yeah, but, but the way that he wrestled Will. Yeah, but you stuff, didn't even know that he could wrestle like that. I'm going meow. Meow, meow. I mean, You're come just on. Just hopping on the bandwagon. You want to know why I took out Shingo? Because of this side of the bracket. There's, I know that New Japan was going to roll the side of the bracket, and Hiromo is going forward. Yeah. Okay. You might have to lose to next matchup. Number nine seed Bianca Belair versus the number thirteen seed Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn's gonna make her cry. He's gonna break her fingers. Yeah. The the newest member of the Raw roster, Bianca Belair, has to go through the next round. Oh, you're on your own. Are you serious? I'm going with Pete Dunn. I'm sorry. He's gonna mess up her brand new manicure. He's gonna bust her fingers. (laughs) Uh, He's gonna choke her out with her hair. Oh, Ooh, <laughs> man. Look at you. That's violent. I mean, Pete Dunn doesn't care. He doesn't discriminate. He's the bruiser weight. Yeah. Don't hate. He's the bruiser weight. And for the final matchup, we have the number three seed, Kenny Omega, versus the number two seed, Tessa Blanchard. Mm-hmm. Now, this is Andrew's match. Who... Oh, I get to go first? Who... Yeah. Oh, Omega. I'm sorry. I like Tessa, but she's not beating okay. Omega. Kenny Omega. <laughs> what okay. were you gonna say? Were you gonna say Tessa? You're gonna say Tessa. Yeah, I was gonna mix it up a little just because uh, I it's think she's men. more masculine than Kenny. But well, um... true. <laughs> okay. But Kenny's a little bigger. Yeah. Okay. And then yeah. you're gonna have to have Dunn beat up another girl. Sure. <laughs> she's not just any girl. Okay. She's the heavyweight champ of Impact. Yeah. Okay. He's gonna do okay. that thing he does now with so Matt Riddle. Going into next week. We have Moxley versus Okada. Oh, I'd pay big money to see that. That's a Wrestle Warner, Kingdom final. Warner versus Osprey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
that's a like a a w or something that's weird a, like that no that's like something like you go to the bar and they turn the lights on and you're like oh shit that's who i'm with tonight okay oh lord and then the next one is uh naito versus takahashi which yeah. is really a, a outstanding match it's um, a faction they're both in the same faction yeah too. he might have yeah. to lose to his leader yeah. and then we have pete dunn versus kenny omega who would have thought Pete Dunn would be sitting here? I think Dunn's more of a surprise than Matt's. But Dunn is realistically like one of the best wrestlers in the world. I just think that he's not used <laughs> Tyler correctly. Bate. What? Well, look at who Dunn's had to beat to get to this point. He beat Dragon Lee, he okay, beat Ray Phoenix, good. and then of course he beat Bianca Belair. But he did, you know. Okay. He definitely had to earn it. So. Okay. Yeah, but these guys were the first two guys were. High flyers that I can, but Dragon Lee also does wrestle Japan, but it doesn't seem like much of a challenge for him to get here. Kenny can fly and Kenny can wrestle, so we'll see on but that. But this one. is the thing like, if you've seen Pete Dunn, he's very much like Daniel Bryan. So, mm-hmm. does Daniel Bryan beat Kenny Omega? I think he might. I think, yeah, he I think Daniel Bryan would, but I don't know if I have a whole Pete Dunn up to that Daniel but Pete Bryan Dunn's- level yet. But then Pete Dunne also is a strong style wrestler, too. And he's, he's oh, yeah. the bruiser weight. Yeah, it's not going to be a pushover. He could go to Japan and be very successful. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah, he does some um, joint manipulation stuff like uh, Marty and uh, Zack Sabre. Uh, yeah, that's, that's that. You know, Dunne, and technically it's UK, is the only NXT representative left. Yeah. So we have two from AEW. Um, one from NXT, one, two, three, four from New Japan. Um, you could say Osprey is also um, Rev Pro, and then you have Mance. <laughs> Mance is the Cinderella. Yeah. Did Mance even have a belt? Did you put him on here because he has a belt, or you just put him on here? I think you put him on. I here. just put him on here. He was one of the guys. One of the uh, guys that deserved to be mm-hmm. on here. So Along he done because he's tagged. But Dunn has a tag belt, so yeah, yeah. But we didn't include the tag guys. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, Kata doesn't have a belt. You thought he was should have been included, didn't you? Yeah, because he lost his heavyweight championship to oh, Naito. Okay. okay. So, so that makes oh yeah, Okada should be on this. I would be. That would be a huge omission if I looked at this and there was no Okada. You know who I didn't put on here that I should have was um, who's the who's the Bullet Club dude um. Chase Owens? No, Joe. <laughs> uh, the guy that was Jay in White? NXT. NXT? Kenta? Yeah, I didn't even put Kenta on here. Oh, yeah, that's a pretty, that's up there. Uh, I, that, I've said that, and I've said um, Psycho Clown or Pagano, one of those guys. Yeah. Would be you another one. You had to squash my Vikingo, though. Sorry, yeah. man. Sorry it had to happen. That's man. why Cody didn't go through yeah. the next Rhea round. Ripley. She yeah. beat that, and then Charlotte beat her. Yep. So that's what happened. Oh, no, wait, Mance Warner beat... No, Shingo beat her. Well, obviously. That would have worked. Who did Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley beat Vikingo? Okay. Yep. Mance Warner's on the roll. He beat Walter, yep. Jamie Hayter, <laughs> and Shingo. And Shingo. Yep. Will he beat Will next week? 
Tune in and find out. (laughs) I don't know. A Moxley Mance could be a fun semifinal. We're going to see how I feel. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like. How many light beers? Yeah, how many light beers did I have before the show? Some Jim Ross stuff. Yeehaw. (laughs) Well, Well, that's it. Um, We'll go ahead and sign off. You got anything interesting to say this week? Who? You. You're supposed to sign us off. No, Tell people to wash okay. their hands. Tell people to stay home. Stay home. You just did. Stay home, guys. Take your vitamins. Say your prayers. Don't skip leg day. Don't skip leg day. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. With a yawn. Those who, those who, yeah. those who hesitate, masturbate. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>